This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. This evening I want to discuss a topic which is Negea very, very much halacha And it's really Negea after Pesach. So that's why I figured now is a good time to talk about it. And the Shaila really is, is uh, after Pesach... So we all know that you're not allowed to eat chametz shavuot over Pesach. There's a prohibition to eat chametz that was in the possession of a Jew over Pesach. But the the area that sometimes people are not so machped on is when it comes to alcohol. Very often after Pesach, there'll be a lot of shaylas about alcohol, mainly schnapps, over Pesach, and it can come into many different areas of halacha. Let's say, for example, a person uh, wants to go to a liquor store. And after Pesach, he wants to buy schnapps for a simcha or for Shabbos. And he doesn't realize that the owner of the store might have been a, might be Jewish. And he's not from, and he didn't sell his chametz. And that chametz would be deemed chametz shavuot of a Pesach. Or even more creative, if you want to go to a, a bar. Not that we're endorsing going to a bar. And whoever owns the bar might, might be Jewish. Might be. Again, we'll talk about Yath Mechayshish. Or there are other creative cases where someone will give you a bottle. Let's say you'll have a non-religious uh, business partner. Non-religious relative who will gift you uh, tons of schnapps, and you're misupak that maybe the schnapps is probably an issue of chametz shavuot of a pesach. So we're going to discuss whether or not, or how to know, or how to be aware of uh, of buying stuff uh, to buy stuff over pesach or after pesach for that matter, and how to get around the problem of of chametz shavuot of a pesach. Adina, Ronnie, do me a favor, please mute. Adina, can you come back Thanks. for a second? So uh, we're going to discuss that uh, tonight. But the truth is, part of what we need to get to tonight is not just regarding Pesach, but it's going to be Negea uh, to a shir that I want to give Mitzvah next week. Next week, I want to talk about a topic which we spoke about, uh, which we spoke about many, many years ago, but it wasn't recorded on YU Torah or on Young Israel's website. So, so that gives me permission to talk about it again. So I want to talk about the topic of Chodosh and Yashan, Yashan and Chodosh. And in that sugya, it's going to come up again, the discussion of how do you look at beer and how do you look at schnapps. So that will be relevant to Mitzvah next week. So I figure let's talk a little bit about it this week and we'll come back to it for next week in Mitzvah and get into the topic then as well. So let's start off tonight. We're trying to discuss, we first have to understand the Mitzvahs a little bit of how they make schnapps and then to understand where exactly the schnapps fall on the halachic status with regard to chametz. Again, Mitzvah for next week, we'll talk about where schnapps or perhaps beer falls in with regard to the din of, of Chodesh and Yosha. But for tonight, we're going to be discussing the shayla of schnapps with regard to chametz and its halachic status with regard to Pesach. And even more important, its halachic status post-Pesach. So let's start off like this. There's a rush in the beginning of the third parak of Psachim. So the Rush writes like this. He says, he's going to talk about a Mishnah over there, the opening Mishnah of the third parak of Psachim. It talks about Shechar Shalmadai. But he writes like this. Ubit Sarfas. He says, um, The beer that's made out of wheat and barley. That they make in Germany and in France. That type of beer you're not allowed to have around on Pesach. You can't keep it around. Why? Only the special Sheikh Hamada you're allowed to keep around the Ikre also mitmar, because it's really made from dates. They only put a little bit of, of, of barley in it. 
Kedemash be Gemara, the Ramaveshari. Avo Sheikha Shalom, but Unzer beer Zakhtarosh, Sheikru Misairin. But our beer is made completely from barley. Loy, that would not be permitted. So the Rush writes, quoting Abed Tam, that, uh, that beer that is made predominantly from barley or from wheat, that would be also to keep around on Pesach. Now he doesn't tell you what level of Isser it is, it, what category of chametz it is, because obviously when you drink a cup of beer or when you drink schnapps, you don't see chametz. Someone asks you, where's the wheat? Where's the barley? The answer is it's not there. It was derivative from that. They soaked it or they heated it. They smoked it out. They, they, they soaked it and they got the derivative of the barley and they used that to make the schnapps. But the rush says that that's awesome. And that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. It says in Shulchan Aruch, number two, Simon, Simon, Tof, Mem, Bey, Sef, Hezak, the Mechaber, Sheikha, Sha'asa, Mechita, Mesayim, Beer, which is made from barley and from wheat. Chayovim, Levara, you must get rid of it before Pesach. That's why no one, no Jewish home has beer over Pesach. We know the famous Vilnagoin. The Vilnagoin was mocked on Lel Pesach, this, this Matzah Shabbos. He used to make beer, but Davka on, on beer. Why would he make a havdal of dafka beer? Because he wanted to show show the world that the only reason why I don't eat chametz is because Hashem asked chametz. So the moment Hashem permits chametz, I run right away to go make uh, to go eat chametz. So that's why the Vilna game was makbid. He used to make havdalah on beer on Matzei Pesach. Okay, because beer is chametz. You're not allowed to have beer around over Pesach. That's why there was a big tumult a few years ago with the owner of Manhattan, Manhattan Beer Company, the biggest one of the biggest distributors in the East Coast of beer. They realized that he was Jewish. Okay, a whole story with him. We spoke about it in the past. But beer is definitely going to be a problem of chametz, and you're not allowed to have beer over Pesach. So if you own, if you have beer in your house over Pesach, you got, you got to get rid of it. Why? Says in Mishnah number three. He says, If let's say, for example, I have beer in my possession and I didn't get rid of it, I would be in a violation of The Says in Mishnah it's possible if a guy has a cup of beer on Pesach, he can get karis. Why? It has to be enough, enough grain or enough wheat or barley when he drinks that cup that he has enough of a, of a, uh, of a shear, kazayis, in kadechilas pras, which we'll come back to a little later. Even if you don't have that much. You definitely have tam chametz. So what does Mr. Bruce seem to be saying? He's saying that the reason why beer is a problem because the beer is the flavor from the barley or from the wheat, and that's into the beer. And since we have a rule, we spoke about a lot when we learned the Yardaya, Tam Ki'ikr. So even though the beer itself doesn't have wheat in it, the beer itself doesn't have barley, but it was the derivative from it. And therefore we apply the rule of Tam Ki'ikr, and therefore says Mr. Bruce, it's Usr, and it might even carry a chiv curries to have a cup of beer. If you look in the Aruch HaShulchan, Surah 4, the Aruch HaShulchan is even stronger. The Aruch HaShulchan writes, Sheikha Shosairin Chomitz Gomer Hu. Says the Aruch HaShulchan, beer made from barley is Chomitz Gomer. It's mamas like bread and cookies. The Chayovin Olea Karis, a person who gets Karis. V'loi mitzat tam ke'ikar. Says the Aruch HaShulchan, not like the Mishnah Mishnah said that when it comes to beer, you have this far of tam ke'ikar. And therefore since tam ke'ikar, the Raisa says the Mishnah that's why it's Asr. Says the Aruch HaShulchan, forget that. Because first of all, says Rachel Shochel, some people, Tam Kirk is not their Raisa. The Gamloim Tam Diesh Bachomitz Kazai Bachel Presser, or Bais Mikhail Kuris. He says also, you're never going to get enough. When you drink a cup of beer, you're not going to have enough in that cup of beer to say that I have a Kazai's worth of barley in this, in, in this, uh, in this cup, in this cupful. So you'll never really get, you'll never really be over, says the Archa Shulchan, to get courage for that, which the Mishnah Bru addressed. Says the Mishnah Bru, 
says Rachoshuch, and this is one piece of chametz. Shem the tamtzis has soirim nichlas ula teicha maim. Says the Rachoshuch and alumnus over here. It's not the pshat tam kiikur. Right, tam kiikur is the pshat that I have no substantive thing over here, but the taste was infused into this, and when the taste is infused, that's tam kiikur. That's a din that it has a halachic status. Says Rachoshuch, it's not the pshat. The pshat over here is. Is the tamtzis hasoyim nichnas lechem? I very zekamachas achametz vegamu. He says no. This is like a case of a gemara in 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 chulim. The gemara says, let's say you take chametz and you squash it and you smash it and you pulverize it. Shechayiv and al karas al zechayiv karas for that. Why says our chashochan? Because this is chametz. I took the barley and even though the way I, I I broke down the barley into a liquid by 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 burning it or heating it up, that's like I took the the chametz and I uh, smashed it. And I uh, and I burnt it out, and therefore says the Rachoshochan. Ki'ilu, I'm eating a piece of barley, not because tam kicker. It's not the pshat says Rachoshochan because the taste of the barley is in the beer. The pshat is beer is barley. So now obviously you can get such a complicated. So what bracha do you make? If the taki is poshet uh, barley, so I shouldn't make a shahako. Okay, not for tonight. Says the says the Rachoshochan. V'chein yain sarof. Not only beer, but what about schnapps? She'oisim midogan. Have a chomitz gomur. Zogdar Hashokhan, Schnabs is Chomets Gomer. It's the same thing as bread. Now, why is it so important? Because if you hold like Dar Hashokhan that Schnabs is Chomets Gomer, so all those people who say, I don't sell Chomets Gomer, but they all sell the Schnabs, what's the difference? Schnabs is Chomets Gomer. Because in our mind, we don't perceive Schnabs is Chomets Gomer. Because you look at bread and cakes and cookies, you say, oh, das is Chomets, I see wheat, I see it. But Schnabs, I see a liquid. But Zogdar Hashokhan, for Hilchas Pesach purposes, Schnabs is Chomets Gomer. The Chayoven Oleh Karis. Says the and if you want to try to tell me it's only Zaya, which we'll see some Achreinim actually say, says the Archashochan, Tol's Godel. You're making a big mistake. Because it's not the Zaya. It actually gets absorbed into it. Zaya just means the smoke from it. Here says the Archashochan, it's more than that. It's not just the smoke, it becomes absorbed into the water. Even if schnapps that they make from potatoes, and only a part of it comes from grain. Okay. So if it says there are a gewaltig alumnus, says there are schnapps is comets gomu, schnapps is cookies and cakes, schnapps is just like a loaf of bread. Because since the way they make it, it's not pshad's of the it's not just zaya. It's not just a pshad because when they. I didn't even want to come here for a second. It's not just a pshat because when they cook it, the flavor goes into the water. It is gufa, the thing itself. And since it is the thing itself, he's been signed to this Gemara and Chulin, and therefore he assumes it's Mamish Chametz Gomer, it's a serious uh, violation. Okay. Now if you look, if you look in the next source, which I apologize, it's not pop. Okay, there we go. How do I go down? Hashem, we haven't done so many Zoom shows like this. I forgot how to do Zoom. Okay. So if you take a look at number five in Yeridea. So in Yeridea, the Mechaber over there is talking about a case of Yai Nesach. Yai Nesach. So the Mechaber over there writes, he's quoting from the Rivash. As we'll see, that's very important for tonight's share. He quotes, Agva Aridante Shalgoyim, Osir Bahano Biyainatsm. Haga, Upirish Dvarov, what does this mean? Yayin Sarev Shaisim Yayin Esech. Says Rama, let's say you made a schnapps from Yayin Esech. Let's say you took Yayin Esech and you cooked it up, and somehow from that uh, smoke, that derivative, you turned that into a schnapps. Zok the Rama, 
Even though there's no actual yain nesach in the schnapps, it's just zeya, it's just smoke and steam. It's like the yain nesach itself. So this rivash is very important. This rivash seems to be saying that when I take something and I produce and I produce a zeya from it, that zeya, that smoke, that steam is as if it's the thing itself. Therefore, says the Shulchan Aruch, if I take Yain Esach, I cook it up and I produce some form of a, a steam from it, and I want to use that to infuse into another liquid and make it a schnapps. So, Dr. Shulchan Aruch, because of Zeya. So, L'chaira, if you're following the logic, it should come out that uh, that's what beer is. That's what schnapps is. Schnapps and beer is the same idea. You took a Dover Chametz, you cooked out the steam, you soak it and you heat it up, and that uh, flavor comes out from that from the steam. So the chayr, according to the Shulchan Aruch, it should be a problem. Shnap should be also just like the case of Yainess. And if you look in the Shulchan Aruch Harav, number six, the Shulchan Aruch Harav writes exactly that. He says, Zeya hayoytze mechomitz, steam, smoke, that comes out of chomitz, harehu ka'atzmei shal chomitz, that's like chomitz itself. Lefichach levor says the Shulchan Aruch Harav, Yain tzaraf hanasis metvua chamutza, so if you have schnapps that is made from chomitz, shenikr molts, molts, it's not like a taruvas chametz. Like the pshat is that there's some chametz mixed in over here. It's mamish like chametz. Says the shochan achrav, like we saw in the aruch hashochan, mamish very strong lashon over here. It's not taruvas tamke ikur. The pshat is you mamish, you have chametz right here. Says the shochan achrav, the chenyain tzarf anasim mishomrei sheicha shal sairim aishel chamim dino kimamosha shal chametz atzmoi. Why? The visha sheicha hanasim misairim because the beer is made from the barley. Oy mechitim yesh kazayis chametz. Okay, he goes through the same thing as we saw earlier, and therefore he writes, it's a problem. So he ends off the kimisha sheicha zay yesh b'chametz kazayis b'chametz b'chametz nasa kulu chametz v'ashoyis kazayis ben achayv kares. So the shochan achrav seems to be saying like we're saying earlier. And this is all going to be a problem in schnapses, because the schnapses are made from barley or wheat, and therefore since they cook out, it should be a problem. It's chametz gomer. Okay, so why am I making such a big deal about this? Because if I'm telling you now that schnapses is chametz gomer, the halach in Shulchanach number 7 is the following. Says the Mechaber, chametz shal Yisrael sha'over alava Pesach. Let's say chametz that was in the possession of a Jew over Pesach. Let's say your neighbor, your friend, your business partner, the guy down the block had bottles and bottles and bottles of schnapps. Says the Mechab, and he never took care of it, he never sold it to the Goy. Osur Bahano, it's prohibited to get any Hano. And even if the guy left it by mistake, that's the cases we'll talk about all these different styles of our mistakes. Let's say if a guy forgot, he forgot he has 20 bottles of schnapps in the basement, he forgot he has 20 bottles of schnapps tucked away in the shul, he forgot that he has schnapps uh, hidden in his office, whatever the case may be. But schnapps, Lukhaira, is Chomets Gomer. Chomets Gomer, Mechab says very clearly, is Osur Bahano. Why is Chomet Shabal of a Pesach Asar Bahano? It's not Pesach anymore. So the Mishnah points out this is very relevant for Asugya. The Kamsir Rabbonon. It's a rabbinic penalty. It's a rabbinic penalty. What's the penalty? Chazal said that we're not going to allow anyone that had Chomet in his possession of a Pesach to derive pleasure from it post Pesach. So even though it's not Pesach anymore, and if it's not Pesach, Chomet is not Asar, but it's a Knas. Any Chomet that was in someone's possession of a Pesach, any Chomet, let me, let me rephrase that, any Chomet that was in a Jew's possession of a Pesach, that was not taken care of, is considered Chomet Shabbat of a Pesach, Asar Ba'ano Pashtis for every party and any party involved. So let's say, for example, your non-from business partner comes over to you and says, oh, I I heard you had a baby. I heard you had a grandson. Mazel tov l'chaim. Here's a bottle of uh, sherry cask schnapps. 
So besides for the fact that a cherry cask, you say to yourself, the guy took it from his uh, vault, the guy has a huge uh, schnapps cabinet, and it was coming to Pesach. This guy's not religious. He, or again, the same child if you go to a liquor store. You go to a liquor store and it's owned by a Jew, again, maybe you'll know, you don't know. Right? By me here in the neighborhood, we have uh, liquor stores, right? Uh, one is owned by a Chinese guy, one is owned by from people, and one is owned, I think, by, by Arabs. Okay. So if you know the liquor store is owned by, uh, by a non-Jew, you don't have a problem. But if you have a liquor store that's owned by, again, we'll talk more this is where things get really interesting in the duty-free. If you want to buy duty-free in Eretz Yisrael, who owns the duty-free? And is that Chomet Shavala of a Pesach? But this is Kabinigay Astamuzay. Let's say a person, for example, gets schnapps from a friend, someone gives him a bottle, or you're somewhere where they bring out a bottle, and you suspect that this bottle was not properly dealt with before Pesach, so the Pashtun says you wouldn't be allowed to drink it. I found a very interesting Maramok, which is not really negated to tonight's shit, but I wanted to throw it in. The Sefer 8b, the Sefer B'mechitzah of Yaakov. This is a Sefer where they record the different practices of Yaakov Kamenetsky. I remember I was talking to Ramat... Yeah. Hey, Rabbi, before, uh, before I just wanted to introduce, uh, interrupt you. According to the Mishnah Brewer, it's a Kenas of the Rabbanon. Yeah. So similar to like Zerah the Rabbo, why do we say that the Rabbanon are Kenasu, uh, why should that trump Baltashvist? You're going to throw it out. So, you know, that's an Issa Deraisa, I think, Baltashtus. Whereas here, how does the Rabbanon tr- trump the Issa Baltashtus by throwing out all the schnapps, especially it's uh, Hefsim Meruba? Right, so we'll see a lot of Akhrainim Taka Mucha with, 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 with Hefsim Meruba. But the simple answer is that the Chazal felt that we have to ensure people don't keep Chametz in their house. Again, it's not Baltashtus if Chazal have a reason for why they're doing it. You know, you want to know why would Chazal do it? So the answer is Chazal had an impetus. They want to make sure that they're afraid. Mishabur says that we don't want people to be over violations and we want to ensure that people get rid of the Chametz properly. So we penalize them. So the penalty is you have to get rid of the food. But um, I, I, it's not Batashkas because they have a reason. Batashkas means for no good reason. Islam is a waste food. It's not wasting because I'll p- punish you. The penalty goof is that you have to lose it to ensure next year you won't uh, do the same thing. Now we'll have to see what happens. If the guy, let's say the guy's not from, but you're going to penalize him. He's doing the same thing next year. The guy doesn't know anything. He's not Bechlal. Right? The, the guy who owns the wine store doesn't know anything. He keeps his wine store open over Pesach. He has no idea what you're doing. He's still, who are you penalizing? You're penalizing the firm guy who, uh, who sold his Chametz. So we'll have to get to that hopefully a little later this evening. So in this Sefer, Mechitas Rabbein, where they record different practices from Yaakov. So I was talking to Rabbi Yaman, to Rabbi Mati Kamenetsky about it, and he told me that it's a very reliable Sefer. Everything here seems to, uh, to check out um, with Rabbi Yaakov's practices. And they write something interesting. They write, One Shabbos day, Rabbi Yaakov didn't have wine to make for Kiddush. So what did he do? Rabbeinu Kiddush al-Raviyah shal-Yayin Sarf. So Rabbi Yaakov made Kiddush on Yayin Sarf. Hanikra bourbon. He didn't go for the scotch. Rabbi Yaakov went for the bourbon. Okay, so if we'd stop here, we'd say, oh, you see, Rabbi Yaakov is a bourbon man. He's not a scotch man. Okay, but it continues. The Shasa roi v'akois. So this is the part that I like, because every single time, whenever we talk about this topic, I like to make this comment, that the Pashtas is, according to the Mishnabura, is that if a person wants to make Kiddush on Schnapps during the day, maybe he could, but he has to put it into a regular size becher. He has to put it into a regular cup, and he has to drink Rav Kais. He can't get away with drinking a little Schnapps cup. A little Schnapps cup is not a review. So here Rabbi Yaakov says he drank Rav Kais like he would uh, regular Kiddush. And Yaakov said the issue of Chomet Shalva Pesach is less problematic with bourbon than it is for other scotches. I don't know why. I don't know if the word is because bourbon is not ma- is made differently than scotch. They don't use 
eaten barley, aposha not sure. But you see over here that Rabbi Yaakov was already addressing that there could be a problem of Chomet Sha'aval of the Pesach with Schnapps, and he was trying to avoid uh, that problem. Okay. So if you look over the Sefer Masa Spinyomin, Masa Spinyomin was, was, was the late 1500s. He was talking about someone who forgot to get rid of their Schnapps before Pesach. And he says, he says, you're trying to come to cut some heter that it should be mutter. He says, I have nothing I can help you with. He says, Schnapps is even worse than beer. All those things are only taruvas. Avol yain sarev hu chometz gomur says the masses binyomim. We're talking about sixteen hundreds, the sixteenth century. The masses binyomim was contemporary, same time as the marshal and the bach. What are early achreinim? He says mefurish, but schnapps is chometz gomur belishim taruvas. It's not a mixture. Ki hu nasa me ashon haidi umizeres ahevel metfu amuchumetzes shekarim melts. Because it's made from the steam and the smoke of the grain, that's chametz. Va'eshen hu ikar amachal, that's the main part of the food. And not like people who say that is just zeya. It's not even just zeya. The zeya is gufeit. This is chametz gomer, like we saw in the mishnah, like we saw in archa shochan shochan archa rav, that schnapps is chametz gomer. Says the Masas Binyamin, and I bring you a raya, from a very famous Chuvas Arash, which we spoke about when we learned Yeradeya. What does the Chuvas Arash say? The Chuvas Arash was the first one to introduce Zeya into the world of Bas Bechalof. What's the Chuvas Arash? It's recorded in Shochan Arach. The case over there with the Rosh was, let's say, for example, I had a pot, and I have a boiling pot of uh, cheese. And there's steam coming up from the cheese. And right on top of it, I have a piece of hanging uh, meat. So the steam goes right into the meat. So the Rosh writes, that's a problem of Bas B'chol. Because the steam, the Zeya, is Kedover Atzmoy. So when I have the steam coming out of the cheese, the steam coming out of the cheese is cheese. And then that cheese attaches itself to the meat, Bas B'chol. So Zok the Masas Binyam, and same thing here also. When I have a piece of chametz that gets heated up and produces a steam, that is chametz. That's the chametz gomer. And Eilu Zok the Masas Binyam. Schnapps is not a taruvis. Schnapps is chom, it's gum, it's mamish bread, cookies, it's just as bad as anything else. Now, there's a truva over here from the Pnei Yeshua, which is Pnei Yeshua. I was not able to clarify with 100% certainty if this is the same Pnei Yeshua that we know. I don't believe it is. But I was not able to, so if any one of our uh, 100,000 listeners on, on the web can tell me for sure, I googled and I dabbled and I could not come out with a certainty. I'm almost certain it's not the Pnei Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua Falk, that we learned in the Pnei Yeshua on the Shas. I think at best it might be a grandfather, but I'm, I'm not 100% sure, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. But uh, I, I do believe it was an early Achron, uh, as far as I know. But let's see what he says either way. So, to Shaz and Shuvah's Pnei the following. He writes, again, talking about schnapps, he says, Nearly lahata benidon zeh b'yayin saraf, asher krakasafti de'ena ela chomez derabonan. Says the Shaz and Shuvah's Pnei I think that schnapps is really only chomez derabonan. And I have long chuvas, you know, the width and the and the length of 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 the chuvas, like this very chava minayam as wide as the ocean. He says, "How do I know that 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 schnapps is only the rabbanon?" He says, "Because the whole makar of schnapps is learned from the rivash." Because it's the steam. Again, what's the svara? The svara of of the let's say the masas binyamin. 
the Svarah of the Shulchan Archerav, the Svarah of the Archerav was what? Was similar to what we saw from the Rivash. Is that since I cooked up the Chametz, the Chametz produced the Zaya, that Zaya is like liquid. So again, the lumness is that when I produce something that has steam, that steam is like the thing itself. Like the, like, like the Rivash said by Yain Nesach, like the Rosh said by Basa B'chalof. So here also, when I cook up the barley and the wheat, and that produces that, that steam, that steam goes into the water with a million other things and becomes, uh, schnapps. So up there, I have Chametz Gomer. I don't care. Naniach, you're right. That the liquid byproduct that came out of beer, I'm sorry, the liquid that came out of the barley or the wheat is like the wheat itself, but that's still not going to be enough to be a problem for chametz. Why? Because a mashke that comes out of something which doesn't normally produce mashke is not awesome with the rice. Only by zeisim v'anovim. Only by things like Zesim Anovim that are Choshev, that the byproduct of them are considered the thing itself. El Kederich Anosim has to be the normal way. Upepalti Pilpul Orech Latarat Talmud Orech the Perak Orev Arayte V'Daminu Gabei Chometz Ay the Gemara and Chulin as Aruch Hashochan quoted. Nefesh Rabbis Sashoisi V'Ani Tivisa Anate Okay Avish LeGemarti Adayin V'Moy Okay and I'm going to skip around. Then we keep Yeshu Rakim Darbonu Like Kentsinoi. So Zokter again the Shas Chulis Pnei Shuz Yisoid is. Is that even if you hold that there's a mashka that's produced by the barley in the in the process of making schnapps, that's only the rabbanon because it's not derech it's not derech that's not the normal way you use barley. You don't normally use barley to make uh, schnapps. You use barley to make cookies and cakes. So even though I use this barley and this and this wheat to buy to make this fancy thing called schnapps, it's still considered shaloi k'derech hanasan. Therefore, it's only nisad rabbanon. The near oid b'nidad zeh sabchin and arabim yenish kasev rosh to show you la'ar v'chatchila. Okay, fine. So he writes at the end. It's therefore it's only used to drabbanon. Last two lines. He says, I think it's only used to And therefore, there's market be make there's no knas. But it's still kedai knas the guy lahashlech lamokim ibud ashlish ayachetzid that he should lose uh, a half of it or a third. Give him some form of a penalty. The biggest knas is he won't do it again. So the Vazak, the Shastu has been Yeshua. This is the Chiddush of the day. The Chiddush of the day is that Schnapps is only Asim Midrabanan. It's only Chametz Midrabanan. Why? Because it's Shaloi Kedar Chana Asim. Since it's not the normal way to use wheat or barley, again, you can argue today there's a whole industry, a whole Schnapps industry. Right? But Zakta Shastu has been Yeshua. It's only Midrabanan. It's only Midrabanan. We can have more room not to apply the Knas. The Knas should only be applied when it's Chametz Der Rice. So that's one major sniffle huckle when talking about the Shaila of. Uh, of Shnaps, is this Shas Chuvas Pene Yeshua. Then there's another Chap from the brother of the Shochanar Harav. We read together the Shochanar Harav where he was fire and brimstone that Shnaps is Chametz Gomer, Shnaps is Chametz Gomer. But his brother writes on the footnote, I think it's his brother, he writes, V'tzarech Levarim in Atayra, Vim over all of Apesach V'loi Biera. Zog the Shochanar Harav, his brother. What would happen if Yutaka didn't get rid of your Shnaps? He didn't. But the Avad. Hareza Asr Afilu Bano. But let's say it would be a big hefsid. You have to remember, back in the day, one of the big professions for the Jewish people were schnapps. The Jewish people were in the schnapps industry, and that's why they were in the tavern business, and many of them had, uh, you know, motel, hotels where they would serve booze. But it was a very, very big industry for Yidin to sell, uh, to, to uh, own schnapps. 
and to be in the Shabbos business, which is why we'll talk a little bit, which is one of the reasons why one of the things that everyone sells today before Pesach is Shnaps, because that was one of the major impetuses to sell before Pesach was, sell, was selling Shnaps because it was people's Parnassah. So that was really the starting point of selling before Pesach was Shnaps. So therefore he says, if it would be a Hefzid Gadol, what a Hefzid Gadol mean? The guy's in the Shnaps business. This is his Parnassah. So, what's the heter? Comes over to Chap, he says, it's impossible. Schnapps is something that's sharp. Therefore, schnapps is never consumed in large increments. You always drink it slow, slow, slow. So he says it's going to come out, you'll never ever have, in one shot, when you drink it, you'll never have kadeach, you'll never have a kazais in that amount. Zeva says, brother, you're never going to be in a violation of their Isa. Because you'll never have enough of the Chomit in this little amount that you drink. Okay. So therefore he says, he says that, therefore, he thinks that since you won't be over this is a because you'll never have enough chametz worth in a shtickle drink that you have, because it's always going to be drunk in small intervals. So therefore, Vaiti, you'll never be over this is a And since you'll never be over this is a you'll be the Eved, won't be penalized for chametz shavah lava pesach. Okay. Then we come to the famous chuva from the Mishkanis Yankiv. Yaakov Kaliner. Again, one of the great Gedali Achrayim. So he writes like this. Shaila. So till now, the Heter from the Shah Chulis Pene and the brother of the Shokhanach Rav are both assuming Avada, the steam that comes out of the barley and the wheat, is Chametz. And therefore, it should be a problem. But the reason why it's not an Issa of Chametz Shavala and Pesach is because either it's not their rice because it's not their Hanasan, or because you never have enough in the amount because you're eating it so small. So again, every little drop. Little sip full of schnapps doesn't have nearly enough barley or wheat in it to be considered uh, this is their rice. But then the Mishkles Yankiv goes a totally different route. Says the Mishkles Yankiv, he says, no, he thinks the whole thing is not a shail at all. He thinks it's not a problem whatsoever. He writes, he writes, So he says, even though we have a Chuvitz Rivosh, and the Chuvitz Rivosh said very clearly that if you have steam that was produced from Yain Nesach, and you turn that steam and make it into schnapps, that schnapps is deemed Yain Nesach, that will have no bearing on schnapps from Chametz Dekawit. Why? And he explains. He says, why? Because Yain Nesach is the exception to the rule. Why? He says, It's only by Stam Yain. The Kaimlon, the Afim, Sorfa Yafari Alser, because by Yain Nesach, the rules, even after you burn it, the ashes still also keiser avodizar for hainami loigara, and therefore this is also no worse. Meaning zokter mishkles yankiv yain nesach or stam yain has different rules. There the rules are that even after I burn up the thing itself and it's just ash, I still can't be nen. Therefore, the steam that comes out of it is also not because steam is the thing itself, but steam is no worse than if it would be ash. And just like ash, I'm not allowed to eat. I'm not allowed to eat the steam. Let's say you have something which is also to eat, but it's ash is mutter. 
יש אומרים, the answer of Nami Shari, the Kivan Shazen Nasim Ashana Oila, Zak the Lashon over here, there's no Isser, meaning, let's say I take Chametz and I make it into Ash, I'm allowed to eat it. So therefore, Zak the Mishkanas Yankiv, the Shnaps, Kivan Shazen Nasim Ashana Oila, since it's made from the smoke, the Ikroi Min HaAshan, Harehu Kamoi Afra Nisraf, it's like I burnt it. Meaning it's burnt. Meaning he's looking at smoke as Kilu, it's a Numitzias. It's like a burnt object. Not, not only that, says the Ibiakov Kaliner, it's a whole new Metzius. It's a liquid now. It started off as a solid, and now it's a liquid. It's nothing to do with Tam, has nothing to do with smell. Says the Mishkaz Yankov, no, it's not a problem. Because the smoke, the steam that produced this schnapps is a numetzius. I, the Rivosh says by Yai Nesach, and because Yai Nesach has a different rule. Yai Nesach studies also even after you burn it. But this is not Yai Nesach, this is Chametz. Mela Zok, the Mishkaz Yankiv, he thinks it's not a problem at all. So he writes, he says, um, he writes, Abel Be'isra, Achila, Afshab, Emes, who told us Isra, but he does point out, he, he does acknowledge the rush. What was the rush? The rush says that the steam of Cholot that goes into Basar is Basar B'Cholot. Loit is Mishkanes Yankov. It's not true. According to Mishkanes Yankov, if I have a hot pot that's cooking hot Milchika uh, cheese and the steam is jumping up, that steam is not Milchika according to Mishkanes Yankov. According to Mishkanes Yankov, that steam is a Numitzius. It's called steam. It's not Milchiks. It's not Fleishiks. It's steam. But he says, but the, the rush says not like that. The rush says beforeish that if I have a hot pot of milk cooking and I have a, a piece of flesh above it and the steam goes into the flesh, it's possible chalot. So the Mishkas Yankov is doing two things over it. First of all, he's telling me that the rivash is not a riot to chametz, and secondly, he's acknowledging that we don't go like that rush. Now the problem is we do pasuk and shulchan aruch like the rush. Yeridea, the shulchan aruch says very clearly like the rush. Okay, but he continues. He says, "Im kein the fiyan nira b'divir rivash tavik offer v'nisaf ayimakom atir b'hanol achazev akuponim yesh tzadi zesniff leinyan misha." Meaning, says the mishkas yankiv. At least I can use my svara as a sniff lahakel when, when misha shachach limko yain tzarv kaid b'pesach v'avla pesach latir b'hanol. Says the, the Mishkas Yankov, at least I'm willing to use my svar, my shtikl Torah, that the steam that's produced from beer, from barley or wheat is a new entity. Says the Mishkas Yankov, and therefore, if a guy b'diev forgot to sell the schnapps, kiven the ikir is a chametz of a pesach chumah de rabbanon yesh tzad lismach al makilim bezeh. Says the says the Mishkas Yankov, there's who to be saymechan. So according to this Mishkas Yankov, if a guy forgot to sell the schnapps, it's mocked to be mekel because schnapps is really just a new mitzvah. Parim chadosh is balakan. It's not a problem. He says, Says the Mishkas Yankiv, I definitely see room to be makel if it's a Hefsim Ruba, because the Torah is worried about people's money. Now let's just get the lumness. The lumness of the Mishkas Yankiv is that he doesn't buy into this notion that steam produced from Chametz is Chametz. He thinks steam produced from chametz is not chametz. It's a different mitzvah. Therefore, says the, says the Mishkos Yankov, no problem. At least, at least uh, again, I lefize. Why is it not also to have it on Pesach? Okay, but at least b'diavet achra Pesach says the Mishkos Yankov. He sees a very strong argument to why one should be able to b'diavet not get penalized, especially if it will affect his uh, hefsim ruba situation. Now, if you look over in Nefesh Rav, Shachter records 
uh, an interesting conversation. He writes, Rabbeinu hayutomin mo'ayru b'cholshon agam l'talmidov shemishiv v'gam l'avalbatim shemoriyah shalayismuchu al-mechiris chametz l'chometz dogun gomur be'en. Rabbi Salvechik used to warn anyone that would listen to him, his Talmidim, his Balbatim, that you should not sell Chomets Gomur, El Iraq with Tarevis Chomets. The only thing you should sell is what we call Tarevis Chomets, that in this concoction there's some Chomets here, but not something that's straight up Chomets like bread or uh, cookies. Well, the, why? Because Del Das, Rabbi Notam, Leka Bayura, Deiraisa, Tarevis Chomets. Because according to Rabbi Notam, there's no Bayura. And therefore, therefore, since there's no way to deraisa, meaning according to something which is chametz, uh, something which is taruvas uh, chametz, I'm not over by yirah by Therefore, so for something like that, we allow a, a, a sale which is very questionable. But if you have real chametz, okay, that was Rabbi Salvezik used to say. So this is a, a makar. Amongst some people who don't sell what we call Chomets Gomer, because Rabbi Salvechik said Chomets Gomer, you might be over by your by Matzah de Rice, and therefore you shouldn't play games. Fine. But so, Rabbi, yeah. Just going off on a side tangent, that, that part I never understood, because just like you don't sell the Blias and the Pots, why are you only selling Tarufas? The whole purpose is selling Chomets. No, no, Michael. You're selling, you're selling the whole thing. You're selling the whole concoction. Let's say, for example, example Tarufas Chomets might be like condiments. Right? I'm selling the whole condiment. I'm not selling you only the hummus and the condiment. I'm selling you the whole bottle of uh, whatever it is, ketchup or a dressing. But the point is that since in this bottle of ketchup or dressing, I wouldn't be able to buy your robot you must if I didn't sell it, so therefore I can be selling Mechan the Mechira. But I'm selling you the but whole thing. the whole purpose in Mechira not to be over? You know, the whole reason you're selling it is because, it's, because it's real hummus, so therefore it's not mine. No, and I'm putting it in the closet. This is the part I never understood. No, no. The point over here is that the question is if you hold the sale is not legitimate because it's a whole trick, it's a whole game. So then I didn't really sell it. I'm even buy you all by your matzah. So yeah, that I agree. That I agree. But if you hold it, it's a legitimate sale because it's supposedly it's supposed to be, and we try to make it as as legit as possible. Correct. If that's the case, so of course you should sell. One hundred percent. That's what Ramayi Shafaisi used to say. If you're not selling the chametz gomer, what are you selling? One hundred percent. That's the, that's the the counter argument. The counter argument is that being this is a legitimate sale, why shouldn't I be able to sell chametz gomer? One hundred percent. Yeah, I, that's the back and forth about it. Yeah, one hundred percent. So they asked Rabbi Salvechik, "Who can shalu oise echis noig le'ein yain sarif shnaps?" And they asked Rabbi Salvechik, "So what do you do with your shnaps?" So here's a very good question: If you hold shnaps, if you hold shnaps is chametz gomur, so you shouldn't be able to sell your shnaps. And if you hold shnaps is if you hold sorry if you hold shnaps is chametz gomur, so according to Rabbi Salvechik, you can't sell your shnaps. And if you hold shnaps is not chametz gomur, it's what we call teruv is chametz, so you will be able to sell the shnaps. So Rabbi Salvechik answered like this. So sometimes Rabbi Salvechik would tell people, what do you mean? The whole reason for the instituting of Mechiris Chomets was because of Shnaps. Why did Jews in the last 200, 300 years start selling their Chomets? It wasn't because of the bread and the cookies they had in the freezer. It wasn't because of the, you know, uh, the extra bagels. It was because of Shnaps. So Avadi allowed to sell Shnaps. But sometimes Rabbi Salvechik would say, um, Better you shouldn't ask me. What does it mean, better you shouldn't ask me? Because Rabbi Salvechik was choshish, perhaps, that it is Chabot Gomer. So Rabbi 
you, again, it's mamish tali in the shaila. So what you're going to hold about schnapps is not just going to be negaya to whether or not you'll be over by your rabbi matzah. I'm sorry. It's not just negaya to whether or not it'll be chametz or pesach. It's also lechayin negaya to whether or not you sell it. Meaning, if you hold schnapps as chametz gomer, right? You, you have this conversation with people. I don't sell chametz gomer. Good, mazel tov. You don't sell chametz gomer, but I sell my schnapps. Isn't schnapps chametz gomer? No, schnapps is not chametz gomer. Okay, you know you can be saying on those paiskim, but it, it's a question. So Rabbi Salvechik was, uh, you know, tried to tried to sidestep the question when asked about how he viewed and how he looked at uh, at schnapps. So again, you have a couple of possibilities. You can argue, like according to the Mishkas Yankiv, it's not chametz gomer. Maybe according to the uh, <clears throat> according to um, according to the first shot that we saw from the Shashuvah's Pnei Yeshua, it wouldn't be Nisad Araisa by Yerob because it's not Derech HaNa'asan, so maybe then you could sell it. So I found over here a sefer called Asei L'Charav. This is written by Eb Chaim David Halevi, the Rav of Tel Aviv. And he was asked the following Shiloh, very practical Shiloh. Someone asked me Shiloh of Gimelir. Chav Gimel Yer is quite some time after Pesach. Tov Shin Mem Hey, that's a while ago. B'Sheil Sochet Del Alam. What was the question? If Nechag Pesach Sholachti Es Bni L'Rabbanut Sheyimkar Hachomet Shiesh Lonu B'Bayis Kifish Ani Rogu B'Chol Shano. I sent my son to sell the chametz for me to the Rabbanut. Ulitzairi Ulitzairi Shochach Mitoch Tirdoisev Harboys Be'er Pesach. Every parent can understand the Shaila, and the kid forgot. Right? Kid forgot. You ask your kid to do something, they forgot. And what happens? Again, classic uh, story. That what happened was you thought that the chametz was sold to the guy, and lo and behold, the chametz was never sold to the guy. So the chametz was sitting in your possession. It's expensive. The guy had the cabinets of schnapps. I did bittel. I did bittel. Is there any way to save this chametz? So he writes back like this. He says, Regarding your shayla. He comes up first with the first hatter. <laughs> His first hatter is very interesting. His first hatter is like this. He says, We, we write in, 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 in Tel Aviv, we write that when we tell the guy we're selling chametz, that we say, listen, we're selling the chametz of all the people that we signed, and all those people who did it were also selling their chametz. And that works because of zachin shloi b'fadim. It's not so poshut. So I gather when I was doing my mechiras chametz this year, so I sell together with a, uh, a rav, Rabbi Hecht, a prominent uh, Lubavitcher family. His mother was just Nefteris, a very special woman. And he told me that he has a, a brother or a son. When they do their mechiras chametz, they sell chametz on behalf of all of the the people in their community, even those that never came to them with a shtar because of zachon lozim shleib b'fanov. Now it's not so posh that that works. Not only is it not so posh that it works, I think it could even be problematic. Why? Because if, let's say, for example, I sell chametz for the non-religious Jew down the block, so I sold his chametz. The problem is he keeps his chametz. He's using his chametz. He's selling his chametz. He's eating his chametz. He does what he wants with his chametz. That might perhaps invalidate the sale. As if we all were one big sale, it might uh, share the whole mechira. So it's not so posh that you... Oh, you're just stealing from the guy. So that's the famous machloikis, which we'll come back to later tonight, share, is if you sell something and then you still continue to do business with it, is it invalidate the mechira or is it just geneva? We'll talk about it. It's a big shiloh. Come back to it. But in any case, he, he did that. And he writes, so first of all, I had you in mind. 
So since I had you in mind, it's not a problem. Okay. So again, if this is the case, so then it, it really solves all the problems of Chomet Shalva Pesach. Because every community, if the rabbi includes every, every person, so you're not going to have a problem. But then he comes up with the second svar, which is more up our alley. He writes, When you're talking about the whiskey, it's very sharp. You can't get down a kezayis of schnapps in Kedachil's pras. Therefore, it's never going to be also the rice, so it's only going to be the rabbon. This is the svara of the Shulchan Aruch Rav's brother. Even though some disagree with that, so first of all, the guy did bittel. Then he says, on top of it, he, he's mamish, he did whatever he can do. And the rabbi note sells the chametz, so he says he could be mekel. So he does use, in his sniff lahakal, he throws in the fact that you will never be over in with chametz because you'll never consume enough of it in the acquired amount of time. Now, Menashe Klein has a stickle different uh, cheshbon over here. Very interesting cheshbon. Right? So Menashe Klein like this. Vanire the Das going. He's talking about the Shailu. Let's say, for example, you want to go to a liquor store and buy schnapps from a totally non-religious fellow. So he writes, Vanire the Das going to be mumrim umechalish abosay pefahesya me'oilum loikonsu chazal lecham tzam shav alei mepesach. Kevaldik echidish. Says Menashe Klein, he thinks that there's never an Isra Chomet Shalva Pesach if the person that kept the Chomet was an Avarian. Meaning, the guy was totally not religious. If I wasn't careful enough to sell my chametz before Pesach, I wasn't on top of my game, so I get a knas. But wait, I'm going to knas the guy that's not religious. I'm going to knas the guy that has no idea about Judaism. I'm going to knas the guy who's a dinik shenishba. Well, there's no knas for those people. The chenri ismi shazachuvis somebody you can't cast the whole world because of the mummer. Given the mummer you can't cast the mummer. So if you can't cast the mummer, why would you cast me? Well, what, 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 what's the process of it? You go over to a non-religious guy, you tell me you have to say chametz. He tells you go jump in the lake. So now you're going to tell me that I'm going to cast him and I'm going to cast everyone else. Says him, it doesn't seem to make sense. Why should I get punished? wants to say that if the person that had the Chomets over Pesach was a mummer, totally no shaykhist to Judaism, then there's no knas for him, and the no knas for me to buy for him as well. So then he goes right and he says, So that's one sniflok. Then yeah, this doesn't help <clears throat> this would only help if the person you're getting the schnapps from was totally a mummer, no shaykhist to Judaism whatsoever, no one ever told him, no one ever spoke to him, he doesn't know anything, he doesn't listen, he doesn't care. Then he writes, even though it's very old, he wants to say, maybe it's so old, maybe when you bought the bottle, or when you go to buy the bottle, maybe it was a reg- it was it was a by, it was by someone else. I don't understand this after at all. He says the I don't know that. I walk into a liquor store, you know, Sunday morning, and I go pick up a bottle of Johnny uh, Glenlivet. I think we can assume that that bottle of Glenlivet was probably over over the week of Pesach in the, in the liquor store. Well, you have to assume it wasn't there. I don't think Schnapps moves that fast. It's not like goods that they get stale after a while. Schnapps sits. 
So I, yeah, but how do you know when he got it from his his driver, from his distributor? Right. So first of all, you should probably have to know. You should. We should probably have to know who the distributors of schnapps are. I have no idea. We know when it comes to distributing of food, a lot the distributor is Jewish. Famous CNS we've spoken about before. They are. That's a Jewish owned company. I don't know who distributes schnapps. I don't know how it works. But you should have to know the mitzvah. So you walk into a you walk into a, a schnapps, a, a liquor store after Pesach, and it's owned by Jews or not from. So you should try to find out when exactly or 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 how how it happened. So then he writes, the kibin sheish litlos b'chalani sveika vada talinon came. So he does make a good point. He says, I, I, I say this every year after Pesach. People after Pesach start getting all bent out of shape. They want to know, how do they know? Was it Chomet It's a Safi Jarabon Makula. Let's say, for example, a guy doesn't know if uh, this food was uh, was by the Jew over Pesach. So why don't we just say Safi Jarabon Makula? The whole Chomet Shavu of Pesach is only is it a Safi Jarabon. We should say Safi Jarabon Makula. Now again, if you're able to be Mavarit, so you should be Mavarit. But I mean, you can't be Mavarit. So we should say something to Rabbanon Lekul, which we'll talk a little bit, maybe a little later. So he writes, Even though I have elsewhere, the Rabbanon Lekain, so I learned the the Hachi Samchir, the Gamish Ramachol, the Frab Dinazu, I should call Mini Macholim Oisim Lamed Lushanim Rabbis. Okay, fine. The Oid Yeshnef Latayu the Roiv Meichem Akumim. He thinks most sellers are going. Vazlin and Basarubu, the Gam, the Sheicher, Kinira. Okay, we call it fine. So he writes, "V'avshe yishlachal k'tzas she'evshe shenas achvezah akapam nil of nizdaid dilumot zchus ahani she'imidaktikim b'dover." So he says he thinks you can be mekel. He thinks you can be melamet zchus on those Jews who just go into a, a liquor store and buy schnapps that they're not midaktik b'dover. The meikud dina nir she'esh lo amash yismechu. He thinks they have to rely on. So if you walk into a random uh, schnapps store and buy a bottle of schnapps, he thinks you have who to rely on. Okay. Now this will not help. This is this with Menashe Kwan will not help if your business partner or your neighbor who's not religious gives you a bottle of schnapps. You know we had an Israel Unless you think maybe he just bought it now, so maybe then, okay. But this with Menashe Kwan wouldn't be um, all that helpful. Okay? Now, if you look in the Sefer Ratz Katsri of Tzvika Reisman, he wants to come up with a different heter. He wants to say like this. He says, Ulam Yitochit. Maybe it's possible. The Yeshla Hatig and Viskia Niktim in Befallam, the Chanuish, the Machos, the Chamets, the Kavanos, the Chil. Let's say you want to go to a wine store, you want to buy a bottle of Shabbos, and you know they didn't sell Chamets. You still can get away with it. Why? Alpia Ross and Mr. Brew. Based on Mr. Brew. What does Mr. Brew say? Mr. Brew says, Let's say, for example, you have Chamet Shalva Pesach, will he have Dinan Imshal Akum, who Aisha Israel? Let's say you don't know. You don't know if this was Chamet Bishus Akum or Chamet Bishus Israel. So Yesh there has been a chorenim Yeshikasu de Mutter Baranovas Bachila. Some people say it's Mutter Baranovas Bachila. Yesh Mekila Varim Degam Bachila Mutter. Chemash Vadas Taz Bchenoit Vadas Narshol Magen Alpha Beis Meir. Kishas Sveikat Rabbanu Lekul. So so far so good. It's a Sveikat Rabbanu Lekul. This is where it gets interesting. He writes, "Uveachu Benidah Nidoni Hari Yesh Machloikis Ben Apoyskim Ben Mashka Aviski Shud Zeya Hamufekis Mechomet Asa Baranol Lacha Pesach Aloi." Zokter Ben Zokter Tzvikar Rai has been like this. Well, we just got finished saying that there's a big machloikas achreinim if schnapps is really a problem in the first place. Right? According to the Mishkanis Yankiv, it's not a problem. According to others, it's not a problem. So he wants to say, maybe apply to the Safik de Rabbonin. Yesh machloikas ben apoyis ben mashka aviski shuzeya mufekis mechomets also ben nolacha pesach eloi nimza ki aviski anikta b'mifolei b'chanu yois b'kavonat chila mutter ma'anam it's in Safik de Rabbonin so he wants to say every bottle of schnapps that you buy should be a Safik. Well, actually, according to the Samachorinim, this is not Chomet Shalva Pesach. According to others, it is. So, Blyb is a Suffolk. So, Suffolk gets the Rabbani. She's all the cool. If I had to, Lishto is a Viski, Tolmachorinim, Suffolk, Suffolk, Chomet Shalva Pesach, Mutagam, Bachila, Eloi. So, he gradually later on says, it's not so posh that you can be saying on a Suffolk, Lechatchila. <coughs> He's saying that maybe you can go walk into a, a schnapps store, buy the schnapps, 
drink it after Pesach because maybe it's a, it's a suffix. He's a, he quotes a Chorinim later that debate the notion of whether or not you have the right to say to do a Suffolk Yarbonim Lakula. But in any case, I'm not so sure if I'd call it a Suffolk Yarbonim. I would think that most Chorinim hold that it is a problem. So to me, it's not a Suffolk anymore. The Mishkas Yankiv, okay, but the Maisen, Mishkas Bura, the Yochashok, and Shachanach Rav, they don't go like the Mishkas Yankiv. So I'm not sure why I'd call that a Machalikas, I'd call that a Suffolk. Okay, I think it's a, a little bit of a Chiddush. But in any case, there is definitely more Mokim to make with Schnapp than there would be with other things. So the Shiloh that Achreim talk about is, let's say, for example, the du- so this is what Reb Tzika was really talking about in this piece. He was talking about the duty-free zone. What's the status of buying schnapps after Pesach in the duty-free zone? Let's say you're going back from Eretz Yisrael after Pesach or whichever direction you're going and you figure you'll stop off duty-free, pick up some bottles with uh, whatever, no taxes, whatever the hop over there is, I don't even know. The Shiloh is, who owns it? What's the status? So, one of the issues, which is negated to a lot of things, is what would the din be if you have a store where the guy sells his chametz, but he's open for business the entire Pesach? This is very, very negated. Why? Because one of the biggest chains I mentioned earlier, one of the biggest chains of distributors of goods in the East Coast is a, is a company called CS. CS is Conan Siegel. It started in the beginning of the 20th century, and it is owned, even at Yemezeh, by, by the family, and they're, and they're Jewish. So they're the distributors. So they distribute the goods. So even if they were to sell their chametz, but they're open for all Pesach. So if I sell my chametz and I stay open over Pesach, does that take away from the Mechira or not? So he quotes over here. So if you look over here from Rabbi Velsky, they ask Rabbi Velsky the Shiloh. Shiloh. Ha'im yesh eze makam lahat mechira b'dyevel shal chevra kula lepesach. Kasher ha'chevra po'elas kedarka b'mea Pesach. Let's say I have a store. And I sell my chametz, but I'm open for seven. I'm open the whole yomtiv. These sales are no good. This is a, it's a joke. What type of sale is it? I sell you something and I keep it and I use it and I get the benefit and I get the profit. That's not a sale. That's a joke. So this presents a very big problem for CNS. It presents a big problem for other companies where they, they, where they do a mechira. They do the process, but they're open for, for all of yomtiv. So this seems to be a major, major problem. However, there is a, a shtickle from Rabbi Shem Zalman over here. Shem Zalman writes the following: Moto lechatchila liknos motzrei chametz shenichmuru kaidem apesel chenochi kenoik. You are allowed to buy things of chametz that were sold. Afim hoyu shaychim lemish ene shaymetari mitzvus. Even if the the store sold it was sold by a person who's not shaymetari mitzvus. Im yadua bebiru shemachum kifi haseder anoik. Let's say, for example, a rabbi comes into a non-religious guy and says, listen, you have chametz in your store, I want to sell it. And the guy goes through the whole process, he fills out a shtar hashor, he gives it over to him. But the guy says, the guy doesn't really understand what's going on over here. Why? So he explains in number 20. If you ask this non-religious store owner, what do you do? He's like, I don't know. The rabbi came to me, he said, do this, so I did it. So you'd say, that's an illegitimate mechira. Not so. If he went through the process and he signed the Shtar Hashah and he made the Rav his Shliach to sell his Chametz, it's a sale. We look at his actions. It is 100% a legitimate sale. Okay. So says Reisman, according to this, it's the same thing if he keeps his store open. Same thing as he keeps the store open. 
I don't know if I'd make that jump in if Shem Zalman. Shem Zalman doesn't say that. Shem Zalman says, let's say, for example, the guy does the Mechir, but you ask the guy what just happened, he's like, I don't know. A rabbi came to me, he told me to fill out paperwork, I filled out the paperwork. So then Shem Zalman's argument is that that's not a ride that is without the Mechir. But if the guy says, yeah, I filled the paperwork, and then he says, okay, back to work, everyone, and he keeps the store open for seven days, and he puts all the money in his register, isn't that the greatest testimonial that uh, he was mavatal what he, what he did? So I'm speaking right and says, no. If Shem would agree, even in that case, the Mechir is still chal. I don't know. I don't see that from the words of Rav Shemazam. Maybe yes, maybe not. We know there's a famous truth from Rav Moshe that Rav Moshe permitted such behavior. Rav Moshe held, like Michael said earlier, it's a mechira, but you're a ganiv. So this is a big tumult. So again, if, let's say, for example, you want to buy schnapps from a store that was sold their chametz via such a mechira, but was open for seven days of Pesach. So you have another Shiloh. You have this machloikis between Rabbi Belsky and perhaps Rav Shemazam and Orbach and Rav Moshe to whether or not that's a legitimate sale. So maybe when it comes to schnapps, you put it together, all these sniffum lahakal, maybe there would be makam lahakal that maybe you'd be able, if you'd be avid, you bought a bottle of schnapps, and it would be a big bar. Expensive bottle. You bought it from a store, and the store sold their chametz. But you're not sure if it was a legitimate sale. Maybe the owner didn't realize what he was doing, but he signed the paperwork. So then maybe you have who to be signed because I think that's what Tzika Reisman wants to get at. He wants to say so for the duty free since Lamaisa they go through a mechira even though the mechira and they're open all the pesach. But since they do a formal mechira, according to those paiskim, that is a legitimate sale. If it's a legitimate sale, you would not be in a violation of chametz of all of a pesach. So halach Lamaisa, it's not pushed how we look at schnapps. Do we look at it as if it's a new product that was produced by the steam? Or do we look at it as if it's Chametz Gomer? Or be negated to whether or not you could sell it? And it will also be negated to whether or not it presents a problem of Chametz Shavala of Pesach. Again, Halach Lamaisa. I think if a guy realizes he has one little bottle of schnapps in the back of his house that he didn't sell, so I think the assumption would be is that he would probably have to get rid of it. Now the truth is, this, this shayel is not really so negated. Because almost every Jew in Kali Yisrael fills out a Shtar Hasha. And that Shtar Hasha, they basically say, I'm selling all Chametz that I have. So I was listening to a shir where a fellow said that he had the following Shiloh. The fellow came to the rabbi and says, Rabbi, I don't sell Chametz Gomer, but he filled out one of those papers that you all filled out before Pesach. And then after Pesach, he went down to his freezer and he thought that he had a kugel in his freezer that was a uh, potato kugel. But he realized it was actually a noodle kugel. And he came to the rabbi and said, but Rabbi, I don't sell Chametz Gomer. So they called up Rabbi Bluth, Zatzal. Rabbi Bluth was one of the big Talmud in front of Moshe. And Rabbi Bluth said, the kugel is mutter to eat. So the guy said, but I, but I don't tell Chametz Gomer. He said, well, you signed on the paper that you do. If you look carefully at your Shtar Harsha that you have, or that you, you don't have it now, the rabbi has it, or the, actually the guy has it, you say basically that I'm willing to sell any Chametz. So Rabbi Bluth explained, what do you mean by I don't tell Chametz Gomer? He said, you do sell Chametz Gomer. Because if you don't sell Chametz Gomer, you're going to be able to buy you all by your mother. So you do sell Chametz Gomer. So the fees, I don't see how it would ever be to get any Jew that filled out a Shtar Harsha, even if he claims he didn't sell Chametz Gomer, so Lamaisa the Shams would be included anyway, so Lakhira would never really be so Negeya Allah Lamaisa. It would only be Negeya if let's say for example you didn't you get it from a guy. Or I'm sorry, if you get the Shams from a non religious Jew, then you can run it to Khamachov a Pesach problems with the Shams, but your own Shnaps I don't see how could it be a problem. So let's say, for example, you realize you had a bottle of schnapps tucked away somewhere and you don't sell Chametz Gomer, then even Vaita says, all right, Bluth, it's still not going to be a problem because that would be included in the Mechira nonetheless. Okay, Mr. Shem, uh, next week, Tuesday, we will not have share this upcoming Sunday. Mr. Shem, next Tuesday night, the topic of the share will be Chodosh, the Isser Chodosh Bizman Hazeh, not only Bizman Hazeh, really Chodosh in America. And we'll talk about that and we'll re- revisit the question of how do you look at beer, beer is a big issue for Chadosh, whether or not beer is a problem because it's a derivative of, of one of the five grains. That will be Tuesday night in person, Be'ezus Hashem, back at the Young Israel.